Petrocast. It's back to the arena. The interviews with DC the DJ. Welcome to back to the arena. The interviews. I am your host, DC the DJ. Each week, Back to the Arena is a syndicated radio program playing two hours of hair metal and melodic rock. We bring a guest, sometimes two, onto the show and talk about their new album. And our guest today has so much going on, and yet he has found time for another killer band. And that band is Enemy Eyes, and their debut album released back in 2022 And I want to welcome back someone I really enjoyed talking to last year, and that is singer Johnny Giuelli. Hey, man. What's up, DC? How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, First off, I read 100th official release. That can't be true. Can you believe? Well, yeah, I started at one years (laughs) old, and I'm 100. I look good for 100. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Not bad. I could drop in the middle of this interview. But anyway... (laughs) Yeah, man, it's it's hard to believe. Uh, and I didn't believe it at first. And friends were like, hey, man, you know, you have like 87 releases. I'm like, what? And then another friend, you got like 92. So I went and, and literally counted my own discography. <laughs> and sure enough, I was at 99 and Enemy Eyes puts me at 100. And don't ask me where that time went. And please don't ask me all those albums because I probably couldn't name half of them. Yeah, I'm just hope I hope I'm around for 200. Shit, me too. <laughs> I, are you kidding? I hope I'm around this afternoon. So you never know what the hell's going on. But uh, yeah, man, I can't believe it. You know, and those albums include, you know, guest appearances, features and stuff like that. Right. They're not full Johnny albums. You know what I mean? So it's just everything that I've worked on that became an album. Uh, so I count those. So, uh, yeah, but I, I don't know about 200, but maybe 101 or 102. Yeah, and we'll have. To well, I've appeared on over 240 episodes of Back to the Arena, so there you go. Oh, all right, so you're, there you go. All right, so I got, you're at two now. I got I got some competition <laughs> here to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> well, fans of Hardline, Crush Forty, and Axel Rudy Pell will find that this new band doesn't sound like those guys, even with the same singer. Talk about that. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's heavy in nature. It's going back to my organic roots, man. And um, you know, I came up listening to you know the likes of uh dio and sabbath and heavier you know kind of more visual stuff so prior to me myself being a musician uh, at 11 years old professionally i was into theater so i did a lot of off-broadway summer stock stuff and i really love the visual stuff so to sort of round out the career in my mind a piece that was missing for me was that theatrical you know sort of vision and that's why when people see the video history's hand that runs a storyline and it's I'm silver faced and it's just different and weird. It's because I want to bring some theater into the music now and some and just get a little creative and have some fun with it. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm bored, but I want to kind of, you know, just experiment and have fun at the same time. So, yeah, this music is is heavy, but it's not so far removed. I, I think it's still sort of cross pollinates with everything like my my great amazing gaming fans now say wow that song would sound great in this game yeah. you know what i mean so it's like whatever i do they find a place for it thank god yeah we're going to talk about that video in just a second but you know i produce two online rock radio stations one is the shark uh, which plays all your other bands uh, and my <laughs> other station is rockcast radio you know plays newer metal like volbeat and disturbed and stuff like that 
Yeah. Uh, your music could get played on either one of these stations. It kind of spans that uh, boundary. Good. Thanks. Do it, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> that was put me easy. On your country station. Yeah, put me on the, yeah, throw me wherever you can. But uh, yeah, it kind of can because it's, you know, I still, no matter what I do, like I'm not screamo. So you're not going to hear me like, I can't do it. It's just not in my nature. So you'll always hear the melody, you know, come out, but certainly the music and the lyrical content lends itself to heavy. You know, preying on your witness, uh, your, your witness, your weakness, uh, the chase. You know, these these songs, even history's hand. I mean, it's it's powerful, moving stuff, you know. With yeah. cool. Well, the first video you guys did, like you mentioned, was uh, the title track, History's Hand. Uh, it was a very powerful video. I, I went from wanting to know what was in the box uh, and then wishing what was in there wasn't, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite sure what the hell was going to be in the box either. Um, <laughs> looking for some treasure, something so I could retire and go fishing. But anyway, the kid, yeah, so he just found just fragments of 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 history. And uh, and yeah, it was just kind of an interesting thing. So history's hand. Uh, I come from a very orthodox Italian family. We're getting a good slap in the face was was, you know, it was it was kind of a normal thing so uh it all works uh in this song uh history's hand uh feel the hit of history's hand you know every second that goes by we obviously obviously becomes our history and and we're in control of it and we make the choices for it and sometimes we need to you know get a good slap so yeah, yeah. That, that video kind of runs through this barren land kid picking scavenging these pieces of whatever and i bounce between this normal johnny and sort of silver faced whatever robot future johnny and it's just kind of just kind of cool thing here it is it's history's hand on back to the arena the interviews
conversation, rock, and more. It's back to the arena, the interviews. We are back talking with Johnny Gioelli from Enemy Eyes, and we just played the song History's Hand, and it, it was a very cool video, and while I was watching it, I noticed how Johnny still looks like he did in the 80s. How is that possible, Johnny? <laughs> Not the blue face guy, the, the, the regular yeah, one. Yeah, the <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know that I do, man. I, it's just taking longer. You know, I used to have a shower down to like 12 minutes, but now we're like 41 <laughs> plus. It's just like it's just taking longer to like moisturize shit. So I don't I don't know. man. I don't Does that know include that. towel off time. Or... <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just like twisting, trying to. Oh, God, I can't reach the Just drying down process is just it's all difficult now. But um. Thank you, brother. I don't know. I I try to stay in shape and uh, I did a nice run this morning and try to have a positive outlook on stuff. And I guess it uh, it, it helps. And, yeah. you know, it's a lot of movie magic in that shit, too. So they blurred it pretty good. Yeah. So I got to ask about a couple of my favorite songs on the album. Uh, and the first song I want to ask about that I really liked was The Chase. Me, too. Look at that. Right there. <laughs> the top one on my on my list. Yeah. Tell me about um, it. Tell me about the song. It's cool. Yeah. So the chase. Um, I get frustrated. I've got young kids. Well, young, eighteen and twenty-six, and and you know, and that uh, in that age group, they're really dependent on all this computer shit, right? right. Which we all are now. But the pressure um, in uh, what these kids are trying to obtain has got me thinking. Like uh, we we are running everybody's running man high speed chasing something that we don't really even in my opinion know what will make us feel complete and make us feel uh content and yeah. at home and whatever it is right so the chase is is all about that it's you know like uh it's it's right in front of us we know what it is that makes us happy makes us feel great but yet we keep chasing everything else because we think we have to so that's really sort of the the mark on the song and it's just kind of weird and uh yeah just uh, it was me looking at at my own life going you know okay so now what what what's next what do i do you know am i happy am i content what is it what am i looking for uh and uh yeah so i've, I've corrected a lot of that shit personally I moved out of uh, Los Angeles and got out of that that chase <laughs> and um, I moved to a very quiet area on the East Coast where I just have a seagull that bothers me once in a while. And that's OK. So, yeah, that's what that song's about. OK. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Another one uh, might kind of sounds like it could have the same thing with moving out of out of L.A. Uh, the song Peace and Glory. That was another one that I really like. Yeah, peace, peace and glory. So that was actually inspired by a Vietnam vet friend of mine. Bro, I mean, this guy, so my buddy is is in his upper 70s. So he's he's pushing towards 80. And I was blown away. You know, I he's having some some issues from from Agent Orange. And and our government doesn't always take care of these guys, just to I'm not not to get into politics, but just they're not all taken care of. And especially that war, man, they felt so forgotten. And this old guy still cries about that war. Mm -hmm. I was with them, blown away. And we were talking about him. And so 
it was that song was inspired by by him in you know the shrapnel in his mind which he didn't take on shrapnel but it's it's like he did and shit like that so that that's that song has some some special meaning uh for me and you know he remembers coming back off of that war and people spitting on him like blaming him for that war and he's like i was drafted i went to fight for this country not knowing what i was fighting for so anyway a lot of those guys you know still hold on to that shit and um yeah that's what that song was about yeah, does does he know that you wrote this song? Does he has he heard it? Has he does he know anything about it? Yeah, so I told him about it, but I think he's nervous to listen to it because yeah. he'll get he'll like really get emotional about the stuff. You know, he'll start crying and saying they don't care about us. I'm like, shit, you're 78 years old. You know, and um so uh this PTSD is just a real thing, man. It can happen at any time. So here he is, Vietnam vet still just deeply uh, you know disappointed in in um what happened in that time period of his life so no he hasn't listened to it yet he will eventually but i don't think he i just think he's just nervous too yeah and that's the thing you mentioned ptsd it seems like a lot of people so oh, i have ptsd from going car shopping that's not ptsd <laughs> you know it, no. you know they throw that around and the people who really suffer from it uh really suffer from it yeah, it's really true. I mean, it is really a medically uh, a medical condition that that needs uh, attention for for yeah. sure. And um, and yeah, he definitely he definitely has it as do uh, so many. And you know, when you start when you know we start breaking down, I don't want, I don't want this interview be, to be a bummer, man. But <laughs> but I'll just tell you that <laughs> people are like crying and depressed. Like God, I hated that interview. That guy made me cry. But anyway, how does he have a hundred uh, albums? No. Yeah, that's how that guy survived 100 freaking albums. He just depressed me. I'm going to kill myself. Okay, anyway, don't do that. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, as things start breaking down, you know, like his body starts breaking down because of that shit, like Agent Orange, it really comes to full light. Like, wait a minute. I what this isn't right, man. I'm supposed to be retired and relaxing, yeah. and now shit's breaking down. So anyway, so yeah, it's easy for those guys to snap into that and feel like shit. So peace and the glory. Yeah, great That's song. What it's all about great song. Another one. Thank uh, you. Final one I want to ask you about that I really liked uh, was the song "Broken." Yeah, love that song, man. <laughs> uh, "Broken," so inspired by um, my son. Uh, who was with a girl, his first, uh, his first love as uh, he was how old, 15, 16 years old. Uh, yeah, 15. And uh, they just recently broke up and it was just, he was literally broken. And yeah. so I wrote the song about him. Uh, again, the fans are like, Jesus Christ, man, <laughs> tell us something happy. But uh Yeah. That's what that song was written about for my for my son because he will. I've never seen my son so low before ever. I mean, to the point of worry every second, and uh, and uh, you know, break breaking up with uh, with someone can do that. That's for sure. It may. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to give you one more song, and maybe it has a has an uplifting meaning. Probably to it. not. <laughs> no, um, I'm kidding. It's a song that started off slow and then got going. Uh, what I believe. What I believe. Um, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> let me. God, I wish I had some cool shit to say. So wait, a minute, I'm going to pull the lyrics too, so I can I so I can reference some some shit. There's no there's no puppies and kitty songs. No. 
Uh, oh, I don't even have it here. Can you believe that shit? What I believe. Uh, <laughs> Just sing it. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> um, okay, no. So what I believe is, um, all right, it's not so bad. Um, really, it's a simple message. It, it's a little bit of a struggle message. But, um, yeah, it's not fun. It, it's just really about um, our, here we go, man. It's, a, it's about our lives. It's about uh, waking up and battling uh, every day. I hear so many stories of people just like battling through the day. And this song is, this is what, uh, what I believe. This is war. It's what I believe. So yeah, sorry, people. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not about the, uh, there's no fairy dust on that one. Well, it's all right. Cause you know, whether the songs are about a positive or, or a downer theme, um, they're still great rock songs. It's a great album. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. I've had it in my ears as I do a run just about every day. And I, I love this album, man. I just love yeah. the feel and the, and the vibe. And I think, I think live it's going to do what I expect it to do uh, visually. I mean, I, ex I fully expect to have little Diego. He's the guy in the video, a little young kid in the video come flying out on the stage with his little telescope, you know, looking at the fans. I think it's just going to be cool, man. We're going to make yeah. it fun and something visual. So we'll see. What Assuming that they've seen the video. Otherwise they'd be like, what's this going on? Yeah. What the hell? Well, that should just push them to go watch the damn thing. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. So I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about the guys in the band uh, who did an amazing job, uh, including that bass guitarist, you know, who's everywhere. Yeah. Um, give them a shout out uh, and uh, tell us what else they've done prior to enemy eyes. Yeah, so Fabio Alessandrini uh, from Annihilator, he uh, is an amazing, amazing drummer. That So people listen to the album and go like, wait, is that like a drum machine? No, that's his feet. Did you edit that stuff? No, that's his feet. Um, he's incredible. Uh, Marcos uh, Rodriguez uh, was in the band Rage, so everyone... A lot of fans know Rage, heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. And his playing is just outstanding. Um, so, so thrilled to have him. Um, Alessandro Del Vecchio, we all know him and his 300 plus albums. So <laughs> Ale, which is interesting. We, I went around and around and around, like who is going to, who is going to play bass on this um, album? And then I watched this clip of another Frontiers band, uh, the Serbian band, and I'm like, Ali, who's playing bass? He goes, that's me. I said, I want you to play bass on Enemy Eyes. In my opinion, I think he's a better bass player than keyboard player, certain aspects. Right. And so I said, bro, play, because I want simple, solid, I don't want anything fancy-ass shit. Simple, solid. And he did an amazing uh job yeah so i got the little italian on the on the album yeah yeah it's everything comes together so well um yeah. and and i was shocked um not that your singing was good but that you know the sound was more of you know the the heavier stuff like we talked about earlier yeah i made him crazy man we went back and remixed and remixed and remixed and still i wish it was a little heavier but because I mean, I did a lot of I did a lot of screaming, not screamo, but I did some some screaming that just didn't quite end up on the tracks. But 
Um, overall, yeah, the sound is entirely different than anything I've done. It's powerful. Um, I think it's in the face. And um, I want to go out on tour with Voltbeat. I don't know. I just, yeah. uh, I just threw that out there. Yeah. I I love Voltbeat. My wife, you know, anytime they come to town, we had to drive all the way to Cincinnati to see them. Hell yeah. Uh, last time. Are there tour plans for 2023 for you guys? So I don't think we're going to make 23, but I think we're going to make 24. And the reason is, bro, that we want to make a show, man. We don't want to just be four guys, jump up on stage, sweat. Thank you. Good night. See you later. That to me is just freaking over and boring. I mean, I do that already with Hardline, and that's cool. It works. It's you know nostalgic. It's you know there's some some epic old classic songs, but with with Enemy Eyes, I really want to present it the correct way. And I'm getting offers now, and I'm turning them down because I just want to make sure it's the proper stage, it's the proper visuals, and it's done right because I want people to have an experience when they see this thing um and hear it so uh so to to answer probably not 23 but 24 and will that any chance of that coming to the states there's always that chance because i think more so with enemy eyes because you know our bands that you know bands that i love like you know five finger death punch you know the architects you know these guys breaking benjamin blah 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 they're they can make it work in the states um, I don't think on my own with enemy eyes, I could make it here in the States. I know I, I can overseas, but here, no. But coupled with one of those guys tagging on, that could work. All right. Very cool. I, ho I hope so. I hope so. All right. Well, last time you were here, I don't think we had this segment. It's called Rapid Rocker Response. It's where I finished the interview asking you some crazy off the wall questions. I want to hear the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah, you did this to me. Okay. I hate this. It, it's, it's freaking, it, I'm going to have to take a pill after this. <laughs> I don't know what kind of pill, but something. All right, well, I only have eight questions for you, so if you Jesus, oh frick! Okay, so I got to go fast. Yeah, that's that's, I mean, that's the goal. Rapid. Nobody ever does it, but that's the goal. No, because we're gonna think about this correct answer. All right, I won't think. Of, I won't think too hard. All right, have you ever seen a dead body? No. Okay. Uh, see. Well, I mean, outside of a funeral. Well, yeah, no, like laying in the street, or you know, like somebody okay. gets. Okay. Thank God, no. Okay. Good. Everybody's seeing a funeral. <laughs> what the hell kind of question is that? What celebrity, and I think I asked this to Alessandro, what celebrity do you think is overrated? Oh, shit. Uh, Nicolas Cage. Okay. He, he said. I had to think a little bit, though. He, I'm sorry. he said Kanye West. <laughs> yes. Good answer, But, but he said it really quietly. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> That's so classic. What was the longest you've ever gone without brushing your teeth? Two days. Two days. Okay. Well, what is your biggest regret in life? That's kind of deep. Shit, man. Yeah, that requires thought. That's unfair. <laughs> Starting this uh, interview, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> signing with Frontiers. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, biggest regret. Uh, mm, shit. Eh, I got to make it a dad thing. Not enough time with the kids. Okay. Uh, describe the weirdest thing you've ever done while inebriated. Uh, spelled my name on the lawn. <laughs> with the mower? Or... <laughs> with with my urine. Okay. Yeah, I tried okay. to spell out my full name. Wow. Quiz. Yeah. yeah. Did it. Not proud. Have you ever regifted a present? And if so, what was it? Absolutely yes. Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was several albums. Okay. okay. No question that were given to me that were <laughs> immediately regifted. Uh, what is the largest tip you've ever left at a restaurant? Oh, shit. Oh, two bucks. Probably 300, 400 bucks, something like okay. that. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. See, and we're oh. ready to the final question. Uh, Thank what, God. What's one job you could never do? Any job where I work for someone, how's that for an yeah, answer? Yeah, uh, can't do it, bro. Yeah, well, can't be told what to do. Yeah, and I think when you get to, I don't want to say our age because I'm not 100 percent sure we're at the same age, but it, I'm 55. Okay, well, see, you look like you're 35, so oh, um, it's hard to once you work by on your own to work for somebody else. So I get that. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, if someone tells me, hey, listen, you need to do this. I'd be like, excuse me, go fuck yourself. Have a good day. I'm going fishing. That would be the end. Of Can I say that? Sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Okay, good. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that just, yeah, it just boss. Yeah, yeah, not my vocabulary. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Really, I really don't. I've been, I've been a professional musician, like I said, since I'm 11. I've never worked uh, a job, job where I had a, a punch a clock. Although, there were times, and my wife, my now wife, can can vouch to this. I used to like be really like teary and like I want to hit a clock at at nine in the morning and hit it again at five. You know, when you're doing three, four countries in one day, I'm gonna whine for a minute, and you're just like you have no sleep and you're freaking bouncing around. And people are tugging on your testicles and you you're going here and there. You kind of wish that you had that uh, normal life and then uh i get a good night's sleep and i wake up and go okay let's go yeah so <laughs> well everybody know. needs to pick up your new album uh, enemy eyes uh, the album is called history's hand uh they could uh, find more information about you guys at enemyeyes.com facebook at enemy eyes instagram at enemy dot eyes uh johnny thanks for uh talking with us a great album right. and uh, i look forward to a uh, hundred more Thank you, brother. Okay, well, at least one or two more, but <laughs> we, we can keep 100 on the radar. Thank you, bro, and thanks to all the listeners always for their support, and I uh, hope I don't bum anybody out with this album and make anyone uh, contemplate uh, jumping. It's not meant to do that. So <laughs> I enjoy my time with you, bro. Yeah, except for the last few questions. Yeah, that, those hurt. <laughs> those hurt. But you know what? Ali really answered that one. Shoot. I wish I could go back. That was a good answer. Damn it. Well, Nicolas Cage is pretty good, too. So, yeah, I mean, Nicolas Cage, I don't, I mean, I sometimes I get it. And then sometimes I watch him and go, can he really, can he act? I don't know. I'm not really <laughs> feeling it. I don't, it's, I don't know. Whatever. That's just my opinion. I could be completely wrong. I mean, the last movie I saw was like freaking Forrest Gump. So I'm not like a big money yeah. movie guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't get out much. Too busy. <laughs> well, but I appreciate anyway. you getting uh, over to Zoom and uh, figuring how to turn your microphone on today. We could talk today. You got it. Just a, it took me a few clicks, but we're there. All right, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> Tune in again and subscribe to Back to the Arena, the interviews. Here's one more song from Enemy Eyes. This is called Peace and Glory. And I will see you next time with another guest on Back to the Arena, the interviews.
Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.